Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. If you have a lot of student loan debt, and I know a lot of you really do, uh, I need to tell you about this company. It's called Credible.com. Credible.com is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. And so they're basically this great company. They're helping people get out of student loan debt. And if you've got student loan debt, you could really benefit from going to Credible.com. With a lower rate, you can save on interest. You can lower your monthly payment. And with a shorter loan term, you can get debt-free faster. Consolidate all your student loan bills in one place, and it's just this incredible peace of mind that you sorely need. Credible customers have given awesome reviews about how much better their lives have been since refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 lenders, and it only takes a couple of minutes to check the rates. So go to Credible.com slash Dan. That's Credible, C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Dan. And when you refinance your student loans via Credible, they'll give you a $200 gift card. Just fill in a couple of pieces of info to check what rates you're eligible for. Again, that is Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance your student loans and start saving. Broadcasting from our mobile Mercedes Mantic, this is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this final day. Dan and the Dennis, Dan Patrick Show here in Miami. Great studio audience here. We want to thank them, everybody who showed up this week, all the great guests that we had. If you guys had a favorite guest this week, who would it be? Pauling? David Ortiz, Big Poppy. Okay. We've had him on the phone before, but in person, he lived up to everything that his star power has. And I love the story told about Kobe Bryant. Yeah, this is part of what uh, Big Poppy said about the uh, time that he met Kobe Bryant. When I first met Kobe, man, it was like, it, it was, I, I was like a kid when you see a, 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 the ice cream uh, truck coming through, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because he, he was expressing, you know, like like the way he handled himself, and then you you watch him on the court uh, uh, doing what he do, you know, and, and, and everything related to Kobe, it was very special, you know. And, that was Big Poppy. Also, Derek Henry uh, might have been my favorite guest because sometimes you're not sure what you're going to get. And Derek had been on the show before. We had him after he won his Heisman, and he's so likable. Uh, and he's bigger in person than you think. Like, you watch him when he's running the football, and then you realize in person he's even bigger. But he talked about he's at the ESPYs, and he sees Kobe, and his girlfriend says, say something to him. And he froze and didn't say anything to Kobe. Because he didn't know what to say, even though he loved Kobe Bryant. Yeah, McClellan. How about Dion this week? I know Dion comes every year and brings it, but, I mean, he was bringing it. Well, he was criticized or criti- critical of the uh, NFL Hall of Fame that we're letting everybody in. And uh, he had a problem with that. And then he said he's going to be coaching a college team next year. So he he did bring something. Dion always does bring something. Michael Irvin does as well. Yeah, Paul. I forgot to tell you this. We ran into Michael Irvin. I ran into Michael Irvin. He had an entourage of people, as always, walking out of the media center. People yeah. are, Irv, Irv, playmaker. And and I'm just standing there. I'm trying to actually get out of the way. And he sees me. And I know he doesn't know who I am or anything, but he knows from the show. He goes, hey, hey, hey. And he just announces to the group. He goes, he goes that, that painting you guys did, that painting. Mm, and he, like, pounds his heart like he he was, you guys, you're white, but you're my brothers. <laughs> and that's the last thing Michael Irvin said to me as he left the media center. A couple of phone calls. Then uh, I guess I have a, a beef to settle with Eric Stone Street, the great actor from Modern Family. He will join us here uh, in a moment. Let me get to uh, Bob in Los Angeles. Bob, what's on your mind today? 
Hey, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. First time, long time. I heard you in the DNX. You guys were talking about Joe Burrow and who he looks like. And I've always thought that he bears a very similar resemblance to Tim Robbins' character. Is it Luke Lelouch from Bull Durham? Yeah, there's something there, a similar uh, height of uh, Tim Robbins. But uh, thanks for the phone call. You got Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, I think Joe Burrow looks like if Macaulay Culkin got into football instead of uh, acting. I and grew up. Oh, really? Yeah. If he was a six, if Macaulay Culkin was six four and could sling it, yeah. Not they don't shave. Neither of them. Really? I'd have to do a side by side. That's all I see is Macaulay Culkin. Like I saw a um, a thinner, younger Vince Vaughn as well. Like that swingers. Like you could see Joe Burrow. Similar swagger. Yes. Yeah, swing. Oh, he's got swag. That's for sure. Uh, McLovin, update the poll results, then I'll get to our next guest. Okay, uh, would you rather have that 75-inch screen TV or tickets to Super Bowl? It's up to 68% tickets to Super Bowl. Should we switch it up to who's going to win the game? Sure, why not? Yeah. yeah. Choices being Chiefs and 49ers. Oh, okay. Thank you, McLovin. By the way, there's, a, a, I guess, a backstory to uh, my beef with Eric Stone Street. Just to set this up before we bring him in. And uh, this was uh, May of 2019. Eric is a huge Kansas City Chiefs fan, and uh, this was the exchange we had on the program. What do you want to bet? How about how about dinner? Okay. Yeah, I would. I mean, that'd be an honor. I'd okay, love to go like to you, dinner with you. But I roll really deep because if <laughs> if, if you bring me, then it's you oh. know you know the uh, the place. You yeah, you know that place, Five Guys. That's not the restaurant I'm talking about here. These are the Five Guys right here yeah, when we to go to dinner. Now, if you want to bring somebody, yeah, you can. If uh, if if I lose, the, the, I think it would be amazing right now to make a bet that uh, if well, what are we betting? First of all, that the Chiefs beat the Chargers. Um, who is who goes farther? Chiefs. Chief. Well, I know that. Oh, Chiefs or Chargers? <laughs> Chiefs. Okay, I got the Chargers you, going farther. Maybe since you're bringing four people, Eric, you can bring four well, people. Like you I bring like thinking. Blake Bell and. Okay, inappropriate. All of your other cast <laughs> members. Wait, I mean, he's asking for me to bring a married woman to dinner. Right? Oh, Kevin Hart? I'm saying like oh, your other okay. cast members. I'm, I'm not thinking saying more along the lines of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Okay. And, yeah, and then so they can stare at you the whole game. Okay. Or the whole dinner. All right. All right, so we bet this was just this was last year who was going to go further. And then I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl this year. And... Uh, Let's make way for Eric Stone Street and see where we go. Our following guest became a star for his playing the lovable Cameron Tucker on Modern Family. But we shouldn't forget his earlier movie roles. You may remember him from his work in such classics as Ninja Cheerleaders, The Drifter, and, of course, Knuckles Sandwich. If you can't book Paul Rudd to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, he's the next best guy. Please welcome Eric Stone Street. <laughs> Got the Andy Reid look going on there. Oh! Yeah, look who's here. Hi, Dan. Yeah, you look good, Eric. Thanks. This is your week. This is, uh, this is Kansas City's week. Yeah. Did you pay for that shirt? Did I what? Did you pay for that shirt? Uh, yes, I <laughs> oh, did. You did, okay. Yes, All right. I did. All right. And a very popular... Heavyset guy, active leisure wear store. Yeah. How I don't have a deal with them, so I'm not going to mention them. How surreal is this? It's this crazy. Week. It's crazy. Well, can I get headphones? I can't hear Dan. Oh, they're right there. 
right oh. next to you. Yeah. I'm like, I'd like to hear Dan. There. How's that? Uh, I still can't hear you. Oh, you can. Uh, Give me some volume on these. We're good. Now I got somebody right there. Okay. Cat will help you get some volume there, because you're going to want to hear oh, this. Oh, there I hear you. You're going to want to hear this voice. I love this voice. Yeah. Yeah, I just need some. There we go. There we go. All right, now we're ready to go. Okay. So, you grew up a Chiefs fan, right? Yeah. Diehard, lifelong uh, season ticket holder. Section 130, row 2, seat 6 and 7. When's the last time they made you cry? The Chiefs? Two weeks ago. You cried? I absolutely cried. Yeah. Three times. Three times. Happy joy. I cried probably as a younger kid. Then I stopped crying, but... They've hurt me a lot over the years. Favorite chief of all time is who? Ooh, favorite chief of all time. That's really hard for me. John Alt was always my favorite because I wanted to be an offensive lineman, and he was our tackle, left tackle. So John Alt's up there. But Christian Okoya, the Nigerian nightmare, hard to not love Christian. Number 35. Number 35. Um, ooh, all the offensive linemen. I've but, always been an O-line guy. But you had them over to your house after they won the AFC title? No, I didn't go over to their house. I went over to Eric Fisher's house. Oh, you went to okay. Yeah, I went to Eric Fisher and Anthony Sherman's house, and I showed them our video. Okay, but do they understand that that was from the previous year? That was not from the previous year. Well, I picked the I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl on this show. This after I was on then. Well, that was in May. Okay, well, I picked you, it at the start of the year, the start of the season. I said the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl and beat the Eagles. Well, that was my prediction. Okay. I mean, we have time. We can we can we can document this. I was on the show. You must have really listened to what I had to say and then picked the Chiefs. No, that's not true at all. Okay. I didn't I didn't listen. I, I realized that I owe you a bet from a bet. I owe you dinner. Right. But I'm ready to sweeten the deal. Okay. I got a Traeger grill over there oh my. that I want to send to you. Oh. And this way, after the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, you are going to be able to cook for the Kansas City Chiefs offensive linemen. So free of charge, and uh, we're going to send some meat there. Oh, so how that's about so that? nice. That's nice. We'll do that. Yeah. Absolutely, I accept that. And then we'll also do the dinner where we go to dinner, and you have to sit across from the offensive line and, and talk about how we went further than the San Diego Chargers. And the L.A. Chargers. And the L.A. Chargers. But I, but I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Which is, I don't understand. I, I'm not going to argue with you. It's your show. In May, I picked the Chargers. When was I in, on the show? We have in documents. May, in May. I'm getting angry. I'm in getting May, loud. In May of 2019, you were on the show. Yeah. I made my prediction in September that they would go. They well, were you were just messing with me. Yes, that I was. You were just trying to rile me yes, up. Yes, I was. Okay, well, now this is different. This is just hurtful now. This means. Oh, don't go Cameron on me here. Were, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> <laughs> just as like that. Just yeah. snap it. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever do that character with your girlfriend? Uh, no, I, I get it. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the opposite of uh, of a uh, aphrodisiac. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. yeah. But but when you walk down the street, like, do people want you to be that character? Oh, desperately would rather me be that character than me. <laughs> <laughs> but what do they what do they ask you? Uh, are you are you not feeling well? I get a lot. 
you know, because my my personality is not as vivacious as Cam. Yeah. So they'll say that. But, you know, they, they, they ask me to, oh, I get this a lot. Can you yell Stella? They'll say, can you just yell Stella? And I'll say, Stella! Uh, things like that. Where's Lily is a popular question. Where's Lily? Like, chained in a closet at 20th Century Fox. We keep her right there. How do you explain the success of Modern Family? Uh, family. Families. Universal. The universal thing is, is that we all come from some sort of family, and we all have crazy people in that family that do outrageous things from time to time that we don't think other people do, and that's what modern family writer, the Modern Family writers have done such a good job of doing is just reflecting back to people that, you know, these things happen everywhere. Have you ever gotten a script and go... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then it works. Oh, okay. And then you're like, that's why I'm just a dumb actor, <laughs> not a writer. How many shows do you have left? Two more. We have to take two more. I, I leave here after, hopefully, a Super Bowl victory, go back to Los Angeles, do a table read on Wednesday, and then we start shooting on the 10th, and we'll be done by the 21st. And you don't die in the end, do you? Uh, I can't say. No, I don't. You don't. You don't. I, not that I know of. Uh, Cam for sure doesn't, and we hope I don't. What uh, what kind of seats you got for Sunday? Uh, pretty good seats. Yeah. Pretty Did good. You, who hooked you up? Uh, uh, I can't think of his first name. Something Goodell. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. No, uh, I'll tell you the story. Five years ago, I posted on my Instagram yesterday that Jimmy Kimmel asked me if I was going to the Super Bowl, and I said I will never go to the Super Bowl unless the Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. And um, unrelated to that, or at least Roger Swears and Jane, who's a wonderful, wonderful woman, they're great people, uh, says that this is, was not related to this. He called me two days later and said, um, we asked my daughters who they would like to invite to the Super Bowl, and they chose Cam from Modern Family. <laughs> would you like to come to the Super Bowl? Yeah. And I said, no, not until the Chiefs are in it. Oh. And he said... All right, if you want to wait that long, that's fair enough. Oh. And I was like, all right, Roger, we're going here, man. And so this is my rain check. Uh, so Roger has made good on his promise to take me to the Super Bowl when the Kansas City Chiefs were in it. That's awesome. Are you uh, – how nervous are you? I'm nervous. Okay. I'm nervous. Aren't you guys nervous? Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's what I want to tell you, Kansas City fans. Remember all those times? John Elway marched down the field and beat us in the last two minutes. Ooh. Remember all the times that Peyton Manning did it, Tom Brady did it? <laughs> Guess what? Guess who we have now? We have Patrick Mahomes! <laughs> That's right! We can spot a team 24 points! Not this time, though. Not this time. You got a chance to bang the drum at the Chiefs game this oh, season? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's great. It's a great tradition there. Arrowhead's great. You talk to people that go all tall stadiums, and I know everybody's a fan. And, and I'm a fan first, so I love that you support the team, you support the city you're from. That's what being a fan is to me. Having said all that, come to Arrowhead sometime when your team visits uh, our Arrowhead and just come to a game and you tell me that's not one of the best stadiums and best atmospheres and best places in the NFL. Seton, uh, you went to a game there in Kansas City. I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I went to tailgate there. It's amazing. Everybody there has got like a bus. That's been modified. Into a tailgate. There's this sort of smoky haze that just yep. hangs over the parking lot from the, all the ta the barbecue. It's amazing. So I went to every game this season. I, I wasn't going to miss the season because, unlike you, I picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I wasn't going to miss a game. So I went to every game. And rolling in on Sunday mornings, especially in the cold, there's no better smell than cold-weather charcoal smell. 
Mm. I want a cologne that is cold weather charcoal smell. I like it. Yeah, I like and it. And you roll into Arrowhead, that's what you smell. And everybody's like, what's up, Eric? And I'm like, we're here, baby. So you would you would go no matter where they were and then go back? You'd have to be at work on Monday? Only home games. I only went to Chiefs oh, okay. home games. Okay. Yeah. And then you'd come back for Monday, mm-hmm. read through or whatever you have? Uh, work. We do read throughs on Wednesday. So I would fly home on Sunday nights or early Monday mornings. You met Mahomes? Oh, yeah, I met him. Yeah? He's a nice guy. Great yeah. kid. Yeah. Uh, I know that you posted uh, on Instagram about how Kobe went to the set of Modern Family. and yeah. watched you. That was like 2014, 2013? Yeah, it was in 13. What was uh, that like? Amazing. You know, Co- what people need to know about Kobe, and, and, I, and I've read a lot of stories that are similar to mine, just that he, he seeked excellence and he seeked, you know, to learn in all avenues of his life, and that's why he came to Modern Family. He just, he said he woke up that morning and he wanted to watch something funny. And, you know, the average person would be like, well, I'm going to turn on the TV. But Kobe's like, no, I want to go watch the, the, my favorite TV show, Shoot, the TV show. So he came and hang out, watched this block and rehearsed scenes. And I asked him, you know, what he thought of that. And he's like, you know, it's kind of like setting an offense. You know, I like that everybody knows where they have to be and counterpoint, point, counterpoint, and all this. And then earlier in that year, I had seen him somewhere, and I must have said, hey, you know, come by the set sometime, man. Everybody would love to have you over. And so when he was leaving that day, I asked him, you know, what made you decide to come over today? And he said that, you know, I wanted to do something funny. And he's plus, man, you told me to stop by sometime. <laughs> and I'm like, Kobe, you're not here because of me, are you? He's like, man, I just love the show. He's, make, he's an awesome guy. Make you nervous while you're shooting? No, because his his generosity with everyone around. I mean, he 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 knows when he he knew when he would go someplace what it was like, and he came and took pictures with everybody and hung out and, you know. If I was playing basketball around Kobe, I'd be nervous. <laughs> but doing what I am good at, I was confident in my abilities. You going to bet on the game? No, I don't bet. I don't bet. Was that disappoint you, Dan? No, just surprised. I just you seem angry now. No, not angry. I think you manufactured this beef. There's no I, I, real beef here. Th- oh, there's a beef. Oh no, the only beef is there's right like, over my shoulder on that Traeger grill. There's, pr- there's proof of our beef, Dan. We have proof of our our beef. Whatever whatever bet we have, I I I'm, I hope you win. I, I you need it more than have, I do. Oh, you son of a gun! <laughs> that's the like you that's really the most horrible. You need it. Argument point. No, you, you really. I don't need it. it. Yeah, you Kansas do. Kansas City deserves it. Andy Reid deserves it. Lamar Hunt and the family of Lamar Hunt deserve it. I don't need anything. I need my dinner with my offensive line and you and then staring at you. That's what I need. But look, Modern Family's being canceled. Everybody it's knows. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're the new- oh my gosh. I love this. I love our relationship. Would you know me on the street if we saw each other outside of the street? Would you would you be like I wouldn't acknowledge you, yeah, but I, I would I would know it was you. Yeah. That's what I figured. I, I knew you were that guy. Hey, hey, would you say Stella? Stella! Uh, yeah, that's what I would say, too. Yeah. Hey, hey, would you say Stella? Yeah. I wouldn't call you Eric. I'd, I'd call you Cameron. You would? Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I learned early on. Ed O'Neill taught me that. He was like, look, everybody's going to call you by your character's name, and you got to get over caring about that. Yeah. yeah. He said, you keep track other ways. They know you as Cam. Just accept it. People still will see me and be like, hey, i got a question for you. 
what's it like working with Al Bundy? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I've never worked with Al Bundy. <laughs> I've, I've, I've worked with Ed. But, what, was but the, what was the one that somebody said? Oh, somebody asked me. I got to ask. Lindsay's proof that this happened. My girlfriend's over there, and she's proof it happened, and I think I'm going to get it right. But they were like, hey, I got to ask you. Ted Bundy on Family no, Matters. No. Seriously messed up Ted Bundy and the name of the show in one sentence. You guys on Family Matters with Ted Bundy. Is the best thing ever. Isn't that right, Lindsay? Yeah. Uh, see? That would be an interesting plot twist. If, oh, yeah. Ted, Ted Bundy's on there. What are you guys doing the rest of the day? <laughs> hey, uh, congrats. No. I'm going to... Who's on next? Who's the show over? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're getting canceled. Hey. Oh. Just like Modern Family. No. Yeah. We, are, we did 11 seasons. Oh, How I many know. years have you done here? Uh, I've been 13 years. How many... And then you were on ESPN all those Yeah, years. and all those years, 18 years there. All it proves is you're old. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. You are? Because you, yeah, 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 you need something in your life. Oh, my God! You do. You this need... is such the alpha argument. He's trying to do it, guys. No, I'm right there with you. We, our Chiefs, are going to win the Super Bowl. Our Chiefs are going to win the yes. Super Bowl. There you go. But you know what? The 49ers are a great team, and what I love about this Super Bowl is that it's not a lot of trash talk, like where, you know, it's it's about football, and it's about two good teams lining up, playing the game, and I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think Andy Reid and somebody, you know, somebody else is going to make a big play on the Chiefs, but I think Andy Reid is the X factor. I think the coaching is going gonna, is gonna to... I don't need you breaking down the game. I mean, just take the win and go home. We I haven't I, won yet, I know, Dan. but don't, I don't need it broken down. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, no, they, they do. don't. Whatever. All right, here you got your headphones on. This is me. Yeah, after three minutes this on the show, this is me picking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I need days to win and time. Just, I am going to take. The Kansas City Chiefs yeah. to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Where's this monitor? It's right there. It's in your ear. Oh, you, you could have recorded that three minutes before I came out here with the timpani drum. I don't know. We we have beef. Can you guys confirm that I picked the Kansas City Chiefs? Whatever you say, Bob. Oh, my God. God. Whatever right. you say, boss, that's the world you want to live in with a bunch of yes men? I don't think so. <laughs> yes, McLovin. I can confirm. It was 2018, but that's details, right? No, I'm kidding. Yes, of course he that did that. That was just attempt at humor, yeah. humor there. That was not. <laughs> that was a failure and a bad attempt right there. You're okay. great on Family Matters. So. <laughs> what, Todd? What do you want? I'm just glad I didn't say anything. Okay, that. good. So but, none of you are going to stick up for me. What do you want? I'm paying off a bet. I will say there is a little recording studio in the back, so you may be onto something where you can do a little podcast and record things right before the show starts. So he's Eric Stone Street, and uh, his he show is being games. canceled. And, uh, there's two more episodes, and he's a big Chiefs fan, and we're sending him a Traeger grill. I just um, when we go into commercial break, you give me your address, and I'm sending you a Traeger grill. All right? Yeah, you give me your address, and I'm going to send you a pile of steaming, flaming you-know-what on your front Wait, porch. Wait, what are you doing? I, it's a Kansas City get, trick, isn't it? You go out there, stomp it out, and you're like, what in the heck? Thank you, Eric. I love you, Dan. Thank you, I can tell. 
I Thank did. You. That's Eric Stone Street of the soon-to-be-canceled Modern Family. All right, it's that time of year again. Time for resolutions, and one of them might be to read more and enjoy books. And I want to tell you about Audible for that very reason. Tell you, I recently checked out a book, Talking to Strangers, by Malcolm Gladwell. Unbelievable, incredible stories about there about how we make mistakes when we first meet someone. That's the kind of thing you can get at Audible. You can start listening with a 30-day Audible trial. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals, absolutely free. Visit. Audible.com slash DP or text DP to 500 slash 500. Again, the book I checked out was Talk to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. There's so many unbelievable books and titles on there. Again, audible.com slash DP or text DP to 500 slash 500. It's a new year. It's time to get smarter and choose some really good books at Audible. Audible.com slash DP or text DP to 500 500. Audible.com slash DP. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's Geico Easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Uh, I can't say enough about the artwork that R.C. did. If, if you've seen our man cave and all the great portraits that he painted, but this week we had him paint a, a portrait every single day of a Miami-related sports icon from Don Shula, uh, Dan Marino, Dwayne Wade, Michael Irvin when he was at the U, and then he did on short notice a beautiful Kobe Bryant portrait and uh, R.C., A-R-C-Y, a beautiful, brilliant uh, street art. Yes, McLeod, or uh, Seaton. He, uh, you know, it's so cool, too, because he painted those. There's a courtyard right outside of where our studio is set up, and he painted them all right out there in the middle of the courtyard. And you could go there and sort of watch the process, and it would start with this blank canvas, and then there a little bit would fill in here and there, and just sort of adding these layers. It's a really fascinating process, but he did it right out for there would be a crowd around and people watching. It was really cool. Eight hours it took him, and uh, he would be out there all day with his look like a gas mask on and he'd be just that's just spray paint that's what that is and that beautiful portrait of uh, Dwayne Wade and uh, we hope to be able to donate the Kobe portrait if we can to his academy and if there are people who can reach out on behalf of uh, his academy we, we'd love to be able to gift that to you uh, so if, if uh, there's a way we can find a, a great home for that we'd, we'd love to be able to do that yeah Paul. I was just curious, where are you guys planning to watch the big game, air quotes, this weekend? Oh, this is one of those where I'm, go I'm going back because we have to do the show on Monday, and this set will be taken apart, so we have to go back so we do the show on Monday. And then my wife, it, you know, it's been a long week, you know, great week, but long week. And then she goes, 
I got a Super Bowl party. There's two parties we're going to go to. Oh, dude. And I said, I can't do two. I can't. And, and then she says, all right, we'll do one. I said, can we do one prior to the game? And then I could go home and just sit in the basement by myself and watch it. And she said, okay, we'll do that. Yes, yeah, I, I do have a quick update about a storyline we brought to you earlier uh, last week about my uh, kids' soccer game that was scheduled just at the beginning of the Super Bowl. Successfully moved. Oh, it was? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess a bunch of the parents were like, uh, you realize our kid's not playing because we're watching the Super Bowl. Did it sneak up on them that there was yeah. a Super Bowl? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was moved, so that means I get to watch it at home. Typical soccer people. They no, think their yeah. Yeah, their game is more important. Yeah. Yes, Paul. Yeah. It seems to, to schedule a kid's birthday party during the finals of the World Cup in a couple of years <laughs> and see how, how, see how I feel. I have an issue at home. My wife... Uh, my, my brother-in-laws who don't like sports at all and don't know anything about sports have invited themselves over to watch the big screen at our house. Mm. And my wife, in a moment of uh, weakness or confusion, said yes. Oh, How do I uninvite family from my house on Super Bowl Sunday? Turn Besides the, doing it on national TV and radio. Turn the lights <laughs> off and then lock the door and oh, act like you're not here. Uh, just leave the, the property? Yeah. Can I come to your house? No. Uh, no. <laughs> you're my failsafe. <laughs> Even if you're not there. No, I'll no. be there. I'll be there in the basement by myself. Can we? Maybe we should work that day. Maybe you should tell us we have to work and just go to the studio. Although the studio would be a pretty good place to watch. I got beer on tap. No family. We got the Traeger Grill. No family. Sounds pretty good uh, to me. Yeah, sounds like a plan. <laughs> yeah, smoke cigars. Yeah. Yeah, McClellan. Yeah, I'm totally dying to spend more time with you guys on Sunday. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. People I always, would just say what we were all thinking right there. I was not thinking that. Todd was. I kind of was. Oh. <laughs> People, though, do ask, do you guys get along? I say, yeah, we do get along. And they're, they're like shocked like when you're walking around Miami, and they're like, hey, where's the rest of the guys? I, know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Do whatever they do. Yeah, it is that, like if, if one of us is not with the other guy, where is he? Like, no, no. like what's going on, Rift? We're attached at the hip. Yeah, yeah. How are you guys walking without each other? Yeah, there is a lot. South Beach is a lot of words for a tea. I mean, I've gotten it a dozen times. Oh, by the way, my celebrity sighting yesterday, aside from Dan Levitard, uh, Stephen A. Smith. Still Stephen A. Alaba? Yeah. He was, uh, Did you guys hang it? Hang out? No, no, no. We don't hang out. But, but oh. you know, he was very gracious. As I said, congratulations on your success. And then he, in typical Stephen A. Smith, said, only made possible by you guys who preceded me. And I said, awesome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Did you ask him to break down Slava Medvedenko? No, no? I, I didn't do that. That's old school? No. That's I, a missed opportunity, by No, way. I know. I know. And, well, i got to save something next time I see him. Here is uh, our Golden Road moment of the week. It's Big Poppy doing his Boston accent for us. We just filmed this commercial for um, Hyundai. You got uh, John Krasinski, who is on The Office, is in there. Chris Evans is on there. So it's a Boston-themed Hyundai commercial. For the it was all about Boston, man. Okay. You know, I mean, uh, try to use the, 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 their ass and, you know, we can smile, you know. Uh, you can park the car there, you know. <laughs> wow. I, I had so much fun, you know. Like, like to be honest with you, I never, I never pay attention to to Boston as an into that day. 
if I close my eyes and you, you speak, I feel like I'm, I'm listening to somebody who's from Boston, you know, when you give me that accent. <laughs> <laughs> I only know how to pronounce a couple of words with a Boston accent, you know, but... How about Noma? Noma. Noma. <laughs> no. Noma Garcia Park. <laughs> uh, Big Poppy was a lot of fun. We've never had him in person before, but, you know, he came in and he was larger than life. Jeff in Detroit joins us. Hi, Jeff. Hey, what's going on, Dad? What up, though? Hey, bud. What up, Joe? <laughs> My man. Listen, you usually pull out your power clairvoyance around this time of year, and I was wondering, could you possibly give us two storylines that we'll be waking up to on Monday morning in regards to each team winning, like Patrick Mahomes, Outdoors, uh Jimmy Garoppolo, or... 49ers defense was too much. What do you think will be the two uh, representing storylines come Monday morning for the winner? All right. Well, actually, we'll take a break and then we'll come back and we'll we'll give our headline of what we think the headline of Super Bowl Fifty Four will be. We we do this usually with uh, every Super Bowl. What will the headline be on Monday? We'll come back. We'll close up shop here. It's a Traeger Meet Friday. do want to thank the great folks at Traeger. It's become a friendship. It's not a partnership. And uh, Chad's become part of our family. He comes up for Christmas. We put him in the Christmas card this year, too. I mean, that's how much uh, Chad is part of our, uh, our family there. So thank you for all of our great sponsors who uh, took part with us this year. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Close up shop here in Miami right after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, sports fans, I have a daily sports podcast I want to tell you about from Wondery and The Athletic. It's called The Lead. Now, Wondery have produced some of my absolute favorite podcasts, and The Athletic, they're some of the best storytellers in the sports business, and they have a podcast every weekday morning. The Lead brings you a deep dive into the biggest sports stories of the day from The Athletic's all-star team of local and national sports writers. Uh, stories like, you know, that 49ers running back that's just come out of nowhere and dominating, or a deep dive into the Zion era. It is upon us, and what does it mean for the NBA? All of that and much, much more. So if you're looking for the full story behind last night's scores and today's hot takes, make sure you subscribe to The Lead from Wondery and The Athletic on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And to give you a taste of what we're talking about, we're going to play a quick clip from The Lead at the end of this episode. So stick around for that. All right? Enjoy. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Close-up shop here on this Friday, as we always do. Normally a dedication, certainly with uh, the people who passed away in the airplane, or the uh, helicopter crash, uh, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the others. And the Lakers, with that celebration tonight, we wish them the best of luck of trying to capture that moment. 
and uh, let everybody walk away, hopefully with a smile on their face, be proud of what they saw, what they remember about Kobe Bryant. Uh, also, I want to uh, talk about the people who are behind the scenes here. Our partnership with AT&T is uh, sadly coming to an end, and that means a lot of the people who have worked with us on these remotes will not be able to do that anymore with us, and uh, we will miss them greatly. But. Um, you know, you work with people and you work with friends, and uh, we had that uh, great relationship the last 10 years. In fact, we started at the Super Bowl here in Miami, and we had an RV where it was pouring down rain, and my boss at the time, Chris Long, has a broom out there knocking the rain off of the awning of our RV, and, you know, it was just that kind of teamwork that we had. So the camera people who are here, a lot of the technical people, Thank you for your dedication for uh, this show the last 10 years. We, uh, we will miss you greatly, so I just want to say thank you. You know what I won't miss? The fire trucks that seem to go by. I didn't realize whoever did the site survey didn't realize there's a firehouse right by. That's kind of a little bit of a glaring omission. So here I'm saying nice things about everybody who works on this show. It's the person who did the site survey that maybe messed up just a little bit there. Yes, McLevin. He, you know, he was preparing for hot takes. Oh, okay. Well, oh. We don't. We don't. This isn't first take. We don't do hot takes on this show. Uh, Andy Reid is in his 20th season as an NFL head coach and uh, looking for his first Super Bowl title. I was curious that uh, head coaches or uh, managers in the four major U.S. sports. Who is the, uh, is there a coach who, whoa, Drew Brees just walked in. What a great surprise. How awesome is that? Hi, bud. Well, can you sit down for a moment? I got, I got the Traeger folks over there. I love the Traeger folks. Yeah. I have the Timberline uh, 1300 at home. Yeah, I got Chad over there. You have ribs over there? Yeah. I got brisket. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to hit that on the way out. How you doing? You good? I'm great. How you doing? I'm I'm good. I don't have too many questions though going on with my career, so like no. you do. <laughs> do. Do you want to rethink coming by now? Let's talk about the bar, let's talk about the barbecue again. <laughs> How about that brisket? How you doing? Yeah. How you doing? With, I'm with, good. With I'm good. I'm 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 gonna take I'm gonna I'm just gonna relax and 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 hang with the family and you know let the process kind of play itself out. And but if you. If, if you want to play, you can play next year. Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Yes. What about broadcasting? I don't know. What do you think? I'll well, ask your advice. Well, I was wondering about this. What if there was an opening? Let's say Tony Romo went to Monday Night Football. Or he doesn't go. Or maybe there is Monday Night Football that would be open. Are you interested in something like that? Uh, I, I, I'd say, I'd say uh, at some point, yes, absolutely. But that would not be a factor in okay. me coming back to play or not. If I... If I'm, if I can, if I can, if I, I know I can play, um, but if, if the, if the desire is there, then, then I would play first and foremost. But you've always had that passion. You loved working out. You loved getting better. And did, was there a moment that you started to doubt yourself this year? No, no, oh, it, okay. it, I, I wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it doubt at all. I mean, I think, I think everybody's making a big deal out of this, maybe bigger than it should be. I mean, at least from my perspective, I, I look at it as. Listen, I just I just finished year 19. I mean, at some point this is coming, right? Yeah. Um, there was a time when I thought I could play forever. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think for the first 15 years of my career, 
I felt like it would just last forever. But I'd say over the last three years, truly, I've approached each year just one at a time, saying that I'm truly going to play this year like it's my last, and therefore I'm going to enjoy it that way too. I'm going to enjoy the locker room a little bit more. I'm going to enjoy the plane flights home after a big road win more. Um, dance it up a little bit because our, 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 our locker room turns into a club after the game, right? You know, with the lights and the smoke and everything. I mean, but just truly enjoy it. Enjoy my teammates. And you know what? I've had more fun playing football with that mindset the last three years than I ever have. And we've had a ton of success doing it, too. So I don't want to take that for granted. Um, but I also understand that, listen, there's, there's a lot of things I want to do life after football. And I think my next chapter is going to be better than, than this first chapter. And my kids now are aged 11, 9, 7, and 5. They're playing all kinds of sports. You know, I want to be a part of that. I want to coach them. I want to, I want to be there for every second, but I don't want to miss it. So, listen, there's, there's a sacrifice, right, that goes with playing this game yeah. um, and a commitment. So there's just, just that this is all part of the process, you know, of evaluating it each year. And I think it's healthy to step away when the season ends and decompress and just go through that process. So that, that, that's, the, that, that's where I'm at right now. And it feels like, you know, with the Kobe Bryant death and his age, and he had started his second career, and, you know, he was great at what he was doing, and had the, you're about the same age, you and Kobe. Yeah, yeah, he was 41, I'm 41. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know how that hits you at, you know, it hit me, you know, I'm a lot older, but it's just the children part of it, you know, you, that your daughter and. Yeah, listen, um, his daughter being with him, I mean, for, for a parent, you, you just. You, you ache and, and you hurt so badly for uh, his wife and, and his and his kids and I, I think I think what also hit me too with with his passing was you know he was a guy who truly transcended basketball you know so many so many guys in our league if you think about it are between the age of 22 and 25 years old right you know, these guys grew up That's their idolizing Kobe Bryant right. Yeah. These guys are now professional football players, but you can honestly say that Kobe probably had a tremendous influence on them, right? Um, and so regardless of what sports you play, like, you recognize his greatness, not just as a player, but as a leader and just how driven he was. Um, and then as he tra was transitioning into kind of this second career as, you know, coaching his daughter, you know, w watching her developed the same love and passion for the game that has had done so much for him and obviously what he was doing with his career and everything he was involved with. I mean, there was so much to be admired. And so I think Kobe lives within so many of us because not only were we fans, but we were inspired by a lot of the things that he did. And I think that's the great thing about sports. And, and having that second career, you know, that he did where he wanted to be as successful as he was as a basketball player. And um, and we're short on time, and I and I, I do appreciate you. And, and I totally interrupted you. <laughs> I just wanted to come say no, hi. No, it was but, awesome. No, yeah. uh, and Smoothie King is uh, who you're representing down here, and I appreciate those guys uh, bringing you by. And it's always great to see you. Um, you know, I, I hate to see guys leave before. It's like sometimes we push people out. I try to hold them back, you know, to make sure that they stay as long as, as they can. Um, and hopefully you'll get that clarity that will allow you to make that decision because it, it is a, a big decision that you'll make. Uh, go get some ribs. It's great to see you, Thank as you. always. Thanks for your friendship the entire season and making yourself available. Um, we, we appreciate that. You too, Dan. Thank, Thank you. you, buddy. Thank you. Drew Brees, everybody. Thank you, buddy. That was a nice surprise. You know, we...
he uh, had some commitments, and then we we're like, all right, well, you know, we have Drew usually on every Super Bowl, but uh, I've decided he stopped by Yama Club. Did he just show up for the food? Is that exactly what's happening here? I'm fine with that. It's a veteran maneuver right there. Yeah, Paul. I'm though. giving uh, Todd Fritz a big bonus coverage on that one. Todd did not let up on Drew Brees popping by. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I had no idea he was going to be able to show up. He was uh, booked through and other things going on in his Adrian Chris Stewart, and they, they brought him over here. It was a very, very cool. I thought somebody came out of the audience to go shake everybody's hand, and I go, wait a minute, the show's not over. None of us have any idea. Would, what a great surprise to wrap up. No. It's just, there's so many times, like, we keep waiting for athletes to retire. You ask them, are you going to retire? And there's so many good good people in this business, and, and Drew is certainly one of those guys. Can't help but admire him. Uh, and, you know, if he decides to walk away, he gets to walk away after 19 years. Yeah, Paul. He's elbow deep in barbecue right now. That's what his focus yep, is. Yeah, he's definitely going to retire. Yep, that's that's. We can go by what he's eating there. Uh, thank you guys. Hope you had a great week. It was fun. It's, you know, I don't take it for granted. Good, good stuff. We got a lot, a lot of cool stuff coming, big guy. Yeah, I know. But uh, it's fun to fun to still be able to get the band together and do it and do it better than anybody. So thank you guys. That's when you guys say no nice things back to me. I mean, this is no, thank you, Dan. Thank you. Your hair looks great. Great job with all the interviews. Yeah. Nice boys. Man. Uh, what did you learn today, Todd? Eric Stone Street. No, I don't a... care what you learned today. Are you really going to say that? Yeah. <laughs> what did I learn today? You learned that Eric Stone Street wants a cologne that smells like the cold with a charcoal smell around the Chiefs' tailgate at Arrowhead. What we learned brought to you by LegalZoom. Make 2020 a year you will remember. For the right reasons, use LegalZoom to help you out. Go to LegalZoom.com today. Enter the promo code PATRICK at checkout. LegalZoom.com, promo code PATRICK, LegalZoom, where life meets legal. To the great people behind the scenes who do this and make it look it beautiful, thank you very much. We'll talk to you on Monday from the Home Man Cave. It's Super Bowl week, Kavita. Yeah, man. I mean, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs just went off during these playoffs, and that Niners defense is just stout. Right. And the one guy everyone will be watching closely is the dude who torched the souls of Packers fans and basically gave Jimmy Garoppolo the day off. Another first down carry and more. How about a touchdown? His fourth touchdown of the ballgame. Raheem Mostert ran for 220 yards and four touchdowns against Green Bay. This is a guy who was cut by six different NFL teams and who, before the season, was mostly seen as a special teams player. And so today, we're going to speak with the athletic Tim Kawakami, who has been covering the 49ers for years, about how much of a surprise Mostert's performance really was, if he was a one-game wonder, and how surfing has influenced the way he runs. The wave hits and then he's gone. It's a very interesting kind of combination of a surfer running back. From Wondery and The Athletic, I'm Andres Kelto. And I'm Kavitha Davidson. This is The Lead. It felt like something great would happen. There was something about the emotion and the This isn't a story where you're going to be the athlete go home. It stays with you. So, Tim, Raheem Mostert's performance against the Packers was truly historic. What was his reaction after the game? It was like, yay, Raheem, did you know that was one of the greatest games a running back ever had in the NFC Championship game? 
No, I did not, actually. And truthfully, for you to even say that right now is like, I, I'm still shocked. Like, I can't believe that. That's the kind of guy, he is the kind of guy a lot of these players are, but especially Raheem had been bouncing around from, league, from team to team. Really wasn't thought of as a running back until the 49ers just started plugging him in there, and he just never had a bad run. He just never went for less than five yards, so you might as well just keep giving it to him. Somehow the handoff into the arms of Mostert. He's gone. Touchdown, San Francisco. You know, just he still acts like a journeyman. He acts like a guy who was a special teams player who isn't going to be a featured back while he's putting up some of the you know mega numbers in the playoffs. That they all treat themselves and they look at the world like they're a bunch of journeymen. And it's, it's very, very refreshing. Uh, and I think it is a large part of how they've kind of coalesced together. They all, nobody's bigger than anybody else in that locker room. Even the guy who goes for 200 whatever yards in the NFC Championship game. He's a surfer, right? He is a surfer. First of all, you got no wetsuit on. You're just straight trunks. You ride longboard, shortboard. You've been to Mavericks yet? Like, like, walk us through the surfing and when you started and how you got into that. You know, I started uh, surfing when I was about 13 or 14, and uh, you know, it's just been a big hit for me uh, going out there in the waves and riding the waves like you see in this video, man. Um, just enjoying the, the the atmosphere and the water, and I, I want to go to Mavericks. You know, almost got a surfing contract from Billabong. He's you know, Florida waves so out here in California. We're not sure what that is, but uh, <laughs> I guess they get waves out there. And he certainly he runs like a surfer. Moser in the backfield. He gets it. Samuel out in front. Touchdown. Kind of feels the crest. He kind of like glides towards to where the hole is, and he catches the next wave. And there he's gone. And guys. Don't expect him to get past him, and they get past him. It's not like a classic running back. He's not like Walter Payton juking, juking, juking. He's kind of kind of filling the moment, feeling where it is. The wave hits, and then he's gone. It's a very interesting kind of combination of a surfer running back. And uh, do you think he's been enjoying his time in the spotlight here? <laughs> yes, I think he has. He understands what it's like not to be any part of this, to be a, such an afterthought you're cut by five teams. He understands that, you know, a world where he's not a star. He's lived in that world. So he's going to enjoy it a little bit. Again, I don't think he's seeking out crazy fame, but these guys are all kind of enjoying it. Right now, they're all kind of like, this is pretty good. This is pretty good right now. And so, Tim, Mostert's performance seemed to come out of nowhere. But did you foresee this? You know, I don't think you ever foresee a guy going for 200 plus and then NFC Champion team unless he's, you know, a top, top pick. He certainly wasn't. But he's been impressive. Every time he's carried the ball, he's been impressive. He's been a star special teamer, so you knew he had some skills. But you saw something building there, and you sometimes running backs just come out of nowhere. You, this is the Shanahan's are famous for that. Pulling some guy out of the fifth round, he runs for a thousand yards. Mostert is in that category. They've tapped into something with him. Kyle Shanahan recognized it, so he's been good for most of the season. Well, Tim, thanks for joining us, and it'll be interesting to see if Mostert and the 49ers can pull it off on Sunday. All right, I'll see you. Talk to you later. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. 
And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.